0: This is the Fantasy Football Zone. The advice you are about to hear does not reflect the views of 98% of fantasy football players. What the hell is he talking about? Get involved with the show by following us on Twitter
1: at DraftThatGuy. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Zone.
0: It's playoff time. We've made it Fantasy Football Zone. I'm PJ, and once again, over there, we've got... Playoff? Playoff? Moron. How are you doing? Oh, you're not Mora? I am not Mora. I am Todd, yeah. I
1: actually, I say playoffs for two of my leagues, but one of the leagues, I'm okay. I got to buy this week, so I'm ready to go. Yep,
0: the, the the leagues I made them in, double buy here. So, obviously, you guys should be taking our advice because we know how to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I figured that, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that is pretty funny. So, well... Just another eventful week here in fantasy football. Let's see, uh, last uh, Friday, uh, um, a a certain video came out, and uh, one of the top running backs now in fantasy is who knows if he'll ever get a job again in the NFL, Uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, the whole situation, uh, just unbelievable circumstance as you're heading into the weekend. I mean, on the Friday, it gets released, and by that night, he is just gone and there goes one of your big options for fantasy and looking at it the fantasy thing, uh, angle of it. It's just like your team's devastated right there, right when you're trying to make that playoff push, he's gone.
1: Well, that's, yeah. So Hunt's gone. Of course you had uh, Leonard Fournette on the one game suspension. Yeah. You want to talk about bad timing award for, for two running backs there. I mean, obviously the Fournette wasn't as big because he's back this week, but I mean, I just, I don't know how that video is laying around since, what, February? And it
0: just pops out now.
1: Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable.
0: And I guess the league wasn't even, they didn't even care about going after it from, from some of the reports. It's like TMZ got it, but the league never really cared about it, which is kind of disturbing to think about. It's like they were, they investigated the whole thing and. The, the chiefs were told, oh, everything's going to be okay. But then you see the video, it's like, uh, no. So I, that whole process they have, I mean, they've, they've had to fix it for a while and it's still broken. And, and for Kareem Hunt, I, I see people try, if you're in a keeper league, I see people trying to pick him up as a potential keeper for next year. I'd pump the brakes on that because just in the whole political climate where, Living in right now where Christmas songs get banned on the radio for suggestive things, and there's a big group out there that's uh, like leading the charge for that. I'm sure they will also put up a big fight if this guy gets signed to a team, more than the uh, whole uh, Foster situation going on in Washington as well.
1: But, baby, it's cold
0: outside. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm bad>. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that. that's the thing. I I... I, people don't want to compare it to the Ray Rice thing. They're like, well, he's younger than Ray Rice. Ray Rice was washed up. No, Ray was not washed up. He had a bad year, and he was still pretty productive for the Ravens when he did it.
1: And yeah, no, and I think you look at Ray Rice, and, you know, obviously he did not get a second chance. You obviously look at, at Foster and go, well, you know, Washington picked him right away, up right away, and they took a, a ton of heat for it. So, yeah, Kareem Hunt, that's, who knows? His career may be over. And, and the, the, the dumb thing about it is, you know, you're all you had to do is turn, go to your hotel room, close the door, yep. whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, he had his friends there with him. His girlfriend was there with him. Let let his girlfriend take care of it. Right. The, yeah. There's there's no story if his girlfriend mm-hmm. goes up and pops the girl in the face. Right. It, it's just
0: yeah. his
1: girlfriend took care of it. I mm-hmm. And what a what a bad decision.
0: And I also forgot, too, I remember having Larry Johnson back in the day on my fantasy team, and I I forgot that the same kind of deal happened to him, and his frustration over what happened to, um, to him on Friday was just, I'm like, oh, that's right, Larry Johnson did the same thing, and he was just pissed at Kareem Hunt. He was, he's like... Now, if you didn't learn from my mistakes, and and I think he talked to him or, or, you know, he must have spent some time with him, obviously, because he's a former chief. But Larry Johnson was just uh, livid with uh, Kareem Hunt, too. And I forgot that that's basically what ended his career as well.
1: Yeah. On a side note, Baby It's Cold Outside is actually number 19 on the iTunes chart right now. Ah. So, um, you know, what do they say about uh, no publicity is bad publicity?
0: Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, in the... (laughs) Can't play, no, play it in all publicity yeah. is good publicity is that, is that what they say? Yeah, I think it is. Can't play it in Cleveland and in other cities around the town, around the country. But it's it's all right some other places. I'm I, I, I'm just comparing that because you know it is part of the Me Too group that got it pulled. And I'm saying they're, I mean they're a force to reckon with. And if they you know for those that are planning on having him as a keeper, I I, I would not bank on it.
1: I, I would agree with you there. I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about the baby. It's
0: cold outside. <laughs> what a surprise! You're gonna get us oh, banned well, now.
1: People are upset about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer too because it's yes. uh, sexist and and it actually it really promotes is, bullying. funny because we were watching it. Uh, we were watching it last year, and my wife said <laughs> the the somebody goes, "Well, that's woman's work." And my wife yes, was like holy crap. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, when, oh, yeah. uh, yes, so when Rudolph uh, is under fire as well. Yes, when Rudolph stands a Donner, I can't remember. But, uh, yes, when he goes out to find him, this is men's work. And it's like, oh, that's...
1: <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. Rudolph, you're not flying in 2018, yeah, baby. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, that's, that's where we are. But back to fantasy-wise. Yeah, those are some of the things going. And then the, the start this week off here a couple days ago. I know he's on the Broncos, he's not high on the priority list of wide receivers, but he's been he's had some productive games and now Emmanuel Sanders at practice, boom, he's gone now for the rest of the year with that injury that he suffered. So now you you've just got another target that's gone. Guys are dropping like flies in in the time we need him the most here during the fantasy playoffs.
1: Yeah, and this, you know, it makes me a little nervous because and and a lot of my leagues the waiver wire is now closed. So, well, that's yeah, probably
0: a good thing. It,
1: yeah, you know, and the, the the problem is today was the last waiver wire for the league that I'm in the playoffs for. So you had to plan ahead, but I mean that's the thing, right? Most people carry two quarterbacks on their on their team. Can mm-hmm. you imagine if here we are on bye week both your quarterbacks get injured and you, you can't do anything about it. So yeah, yeah, injuries this time of year can can completely derail you.
0: I mean, yeah, so here we are, the money time of the year. I mean, the uh, good time of the year here, and uh, trying to win. All for fun. Yeah, all for fun. Trying to win that participation uh, trophy or belt, whatever your league has. So here we are. We're (laughs) going to get this big week started off with this dynamite matchup tonight. (laughs) Um, The Jaguars and the Titans. Leonard Fournette, and that's all you need to know for this game, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, what? It was Six to nothing against Indianapolis last week. Uh, um, I don't know if Tennessee gets shut out tonight, but I don't look for a very high-scoring game. I, I thought Corey Davis was going to break out last week, and he just you just can't trust the guy. Um, thank you. Uh, look, if you absolutely have to play him as a third receiver, I guess, good luck. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's, there's nobody in this game that you feel good about other than Fournette.
0: I Actually, I should I should cancel it out. I feel good about the Titans' defense and the Jags' defense because they might there bring up go. some good points for you.
1: There you go. Yeah, that would be good. I don't even – it's interesting. I don't even know what the total on this game is tonight. I can't imagine that's much more than 37-38. Uh, I, mean,
0: I would say it's 15. It, the over in tonight's <laughs> game is 37. Okay, yeah, I'd put it at 15 because I think they're just going to kick field goals. <laughs> But you like the you like the under. <laughs> I like the six three final tonight. Yeah, so I mean, I I yeah I just the Titans backfield and they and I I've heard complaints from a lot of Deion Lewis owners here. Oh, I thought he was going to be the lead back. Well, that's what I thought too. And then they they're they're giving it to Derrick Henry, and then he's not doing anything with it. So I mean, it's I I this is becoming a whole Raiders situation here. So don't I I can't trust any of the Titans. So this game is just like Fournette and the defenses, I guess. Pretty much. Yep. That's it. All right. We got another dandy coming up to kick off the noon games on Sunday. It's the Jets at the bills. Wow. Josh, Josh Allen. <laughs> the In the last two weeks, I think only Zeke Elliott's rushed for more yards than Josh Allen. So, I mean, there's your positive Buffalo.
1: Yeah, I don't, you know, I like Chris Herndon as a tight end. That's about all I like out of this, out of the, the Jets. Um <laughs> you know and that's because I lost OJ Howard for the season so I mean obviously hopefully you have a better tie yeah. uh, tied in but what about Zay Jones I've seen a lot of love for Zay Jones this week
0: That's that's great they can keep that love I'm not, I'm not I don't know I I still with Allen running the ball for that much I I, I just it tells me that uh, he's not really trusting staying in the pocket as much or the guys aren't getting as open so that I'm a little little hesitant on picking up a Bills receiver, so I, I I don't know. It's another one. Bills defense, though, I will give them credit. They're a big pickup this week in fantasy. I know Darnold is coming back at quarterback for the Jets, and the Bills defense is is been pretty legit here. I think they're in the top four or five for pass yards given up. They're near the top, so I mean they're they've been doing a fantastic job on defense. It's just that offense. I don't I don't trust really too many players in this game on the offensive side.
1: Do we have anything good coming up after these two games of uh, <laughs> nothing great?
0: Uh, well, we've got uh, Giants and Redskins up next. All right. Well. Yeah. So <laughs> Washington is going to yeah. be another
1: place where you're not going. I mean, oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, with Mark Sanchez
0: starting, I don't.
1: Know. Adrian Peterson, if you take that ninety-yard touchdown away on Monday night, I think he had what six or eight yards. Yeah. He didn't get over. He
0: didn't get over hundred yards rushing, and he had ninety yards to begin with.
1: Yeah, for me, I, I, anybody I have on Washington, I'm not playing them. Um, and then you have your usual guys going on New York.
0: Yep, Saquon will probably have a big game here. Beckham, I, yeah, I think the Giants, I mean, they're coming around here. They they held their own against the Bears and got a big win, and they, they another Odell Beckham throwing touchdowns, so I guess I think he's – Well, Eli, I think, still has the touchdown lead for the Giants, but Beckham's trying to creep up there with, I think, his second or third of the year (laughs) that he's had. So, I mean, you're getting those points from Odell right now. Shepard, you know, yeah, your Giants options you have there. The big disappointment for the Giants, besides the whole team, uh, is tight end Evan Ingram. I thought for sure this was going to be a bigger year for him. Now, I know he's been dealing with injuries, but after that rookie year last year, I thought, Hey, they got something going here. They got Beckham. They got Shepard. Now you throw Ingram in there, who who was looking like he could stretch the field, but he's man, he's been hurt, and when he's been in there, non-existent. So I I don't know what the deal is there, but yeah, that's been a disappointing draft pick and or pickup all season long is Evan Ingram.
1: Oh yeah, and you don't even know if he's going to play. And the yeah. you know I know he screwed a lot of people two weeks ago, me included, when. He hurt his hamstring in warmups. He was active, and you didn't even know he wasn't playing until the game started. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I would I would watch his hamstring. I'm gonna say I doubt he even plays. So if you have another tight end option, I would definitely go there.
0: All right. So so we think the Giants will score some points. We know that one. So now going into our next matchup, we know both these teams they're gonna put up some points. It's the Saints. It's the Buccaneers. Let's get it on. Let's score some points because we need it this week.
1: Well yeah, you got to have a Drew Brees bounce back. Oh my goodness. So the Cowboys absolutely locked him down last Thursday night or what?
0: You called it. You you asked the question is the is the Cowboys defense legit? I said no way. What the hell are you smoking? But uh you're right. They 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 actually proved it. They were the Cowboys defense is a hell of a lot better than I thought.
1: Yeah, that was unbelievable. I mean, and very uh appreciate Appreciative on my end because I was playing against <laughs> yeah. Drew Brees. We actually had a yeah. double header last week. Um, because in order to make sure you played everybody in your division, we had to put a double header in. Oh, really? And then obviously you don't want to have a double header when you have guys on five. So you either have to do it the first three weeks or we had to do it week thirteen. So we had a double header going last week. Ah. Drew Brees was one of the quarterbacks I played. Mm-hmm. Again and the other one was Aaron Rodgers. So wow. hey, thanks guys. Thanks for stocking.
0: Exactly that you're not going to find that much often. So I mean, Saints Buccaneers, they both give up a lot of passing yards on defense. They both put up a lot. In fact, here here's the weird stat on this Buccaneers offense. Where do you think they rank total yards? They, how many yards they get per game? Where Where do you does think? The, what are you thinking?
1: Does the how many yards does the offense get per
0: game? Yes, I guess they're top ten. Number one in the league. Wow. Over the Rams, over the Chiefs, the Buccaneers' offense is, for yards per game, they are number one in the league. That's, that's,
1: <laughs> I knew they could put up points, but I didn't know they'd be number number one in the league. And I'll tell you what, again, we've talked about this for several weeks. You brought it up uh, a while back, but Adam Humphreys is on your waiver wire. Adam Humphreys is definitely the number two in Tampa. He had another nice week last week. I mean, Adam Humphreys is a guy you could go out and pick up. If you hadn't Emmanuel Sanders, you have a number three you don't love. You know, grab Humphreys. Throw Mm -hmm. him in there. He's he's proven that Winston's going to throw him the ball. And against the Saints, you know, I feel like they'll be flinging it around. I know the Saints defense is much improved, but I think it's worth a a, uh, flyer on Humphreys this week if you don't love your number three.
0: Also, this note with the Saints forgot to mention this: Michael Thomas having an ankle issue. He sat out practice uh, yesterday, so got to keep an eye on that. And two, where they are in the division, they got a nice lead. They might they might sit him if he's if he's really banged up. So that will really screw up a lot of uh, seasons if if that stuff starts to happen. Because you know this is where you always try to finish up the season in Week 16, so you avoid that. Well. Keep an eye on that because that might happen this week.
1: I look for them to try to come out and score 50, though, the way they looked in Dallas. Yes, I mean, yeah. They looked awful.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the Cowboys pr- proved, uh, you know, good defense and showed you how to beat the Saints. So, I mean, looking at the game plan. Now, yeah, this game I would I would have to say this is going to be upper 30s, low 40s. And maybe I'm being yeah, generous nope. in that one. But uh football nope, <laughs> Both Keith Kirkwood, everybody. Yeah, Keith Kirkwood, Austin Carr, the other no-name 15 receivers that Breeze is throwing yeah. a touchdown. Hey, uh, Brandon Marshall, <laughs> may as well come on board this week. So bring him out. Uh, bring him out. So Saints Buccaneers should be a good one. Should help out your teams if you own any of those guys. Patriots at the Dolphins, another uh, noon kickoff game. And uh, with the Patriots, they just keep rolling along here as a big win last week and uh, some decent fantasy numbers they uh, put up. But the Dolphins, again, still don't trust anyone on the Dolphins, I guess. Stills, maybe, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nobody that you're going to throw in there. I mean, Kenyon Drake has bounced back a little bit the past few weeks from where he was at the start of the season. But Frank Gore was not great last week. Um, you know, Kenyon Drake still has a shoulder. He didn't really do much of practice on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, if you if, unless you have to play a Dolphin, you're not playing a Dolphin.
0: I, I will say this, though. Patriots maybe don't think they're going to throw for, like, 300 yards because Dolphins' secondary is, is pretty good. They've been pretty good on the pass defense, so don't bank on a huge 300-yard, five-touchdown day by Brady or uh, anything like that. It might be a, a Sonic Michelle. James White kind of day for the Patriots. I don't think uh, they're going to be throwing it all over the place uh, on Sunday, though.
1: Yeah, and one of their big DBs, I forget his name from Miami, is actually questionable going into uh, the game, so that, that well, could
0: help.
1: <laughs> affect uh, yeah. them throwing it, but yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a, a lot of a lot of groundwork on Sunday for the, the Pats.
0: Well, up next, we've got the Ravens, and they travel to take on the Chiefs. And I'll tell you, that Ravens defense, they are looking pretty good. They did a fantastic job against Atlanta last week. Lamar Jackson keeps on leading the way with them on offense. I see uh, I'm for Gus is questionable this week, so I don't know if I'm going to be for Gus this week. But uh, the, the Ravens defense, man, they are, this is going to be interesting, and uh, they're going to test the ch- this Chiefs offense, and <laughs> I, for you Mahomes owners, I hope this isn't the game, because we saw it last week with Drew Brees, I hope this isn't the game where it's 150 yards, a touchdown, and a pick performance. It, it, it could be, though, with that Ravens defense.
1: Yeah, you know, with Lamar Jackson and, and Gus Edwards playing against KC's defense, that have you know KC's shown they they give up yards. Look what the Raiders did against them last week. Yeah, uh, I'd feel good about playing Jackson and Edwards this week if I owned them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, as far as KC, look, I'm playing my guys until I see otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer Ware, maybe one of those guys that I know everybody was super high on when the whole cream hunt thing went down. Yeah, uh, he was he was so-so last week, but uh, if I had somebody better to play as my RB2, I, I think I'd put Ware on the bench.
0: And I know they uh, the Chiefs also signed Shachandrick West. He's back with them this week, so, or after a couple years ago. So, you know, he's in the fold as well. But, yeah, the Ware, I don't see him having uh, – I mean, he scored a touchdown. I think that's what saved his fantasy week last week. I, I don't see him having a huge week this week. And, yeah, I think the Ravens D – could maybe mess up some of your fantasy plans with this Chiefs. I think they're gonna give them a good test coming up on Sunday. Uh let's see. We got oh geez, do we have to talk about the Colts? The Colts <laughs> and the Colts and the Texans. I mean, man, if you've got Texans, they're doing awesome. This last, this eight-game winning streak they're on. Uh, they're scoring points. Yeah, Demarius Thomas still frustrating you surprise. We knew that uh from, from coming over from Denver. Uh, He didn't put up a huge game last week, but everyone else did pretty decent for the Texans and and the Colts. Man, hyped up Andrew Luck going into last week. He had 300 yards for eight games, three touchdowns. He's quietly getting in the MVP conversation, and they get shut out and look absolutely like garbage against Jacksonville last week. And, And I don't know what to expect from the team this week as they go to Houston, a place where they've never really played that great, even back to the Peyton Manning days. So, I mean, this is uh, – uh, for the Colts, I, I, I want to say, yeah, it, you're they're going to put up some points for you this week, but I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, for the Colts, uh, you know, T.Y. Hilton's got a shoulder. Ebron uh, has some kind of illness. He must practice on Wednesday it makes me a little nervous because Houston's defense has just continuously improved all year. And, and, uh, you know, outside of that Miami game where they gave up some points on the the Thursday night their their defense has been pretty solid, especially at home. So, I mean, if you have Colts, I would be very leery with them. I'd still obviously play T.Y. Hilton. If he's healthy, I mean, Mm -hmm. he's a number for me, he's a, he's a number one, number two type of guy.
0: Um,
1: I would still play Hilton, but man, if you had a Better option of quarterback other than lock. I would I would take a long hard look at it.
0: And that, I mean that's hard to say because you know it's one of those instances where the guy's carried you all season long. You want to ride them here, and because you know for the past results. But man, you go after that result last week, and you're like that'll that'll end the season. I mean you can't have that again. So I I like you, I I'm with you there. I I seriously if you're looking at another option, you might want to start them depending on what that option is. But uh, I don't have a. Janet Jackson, baby, what have you done for me lately? Exactly. So, I mean, that's what we got. All right, I'm going to turn the soapbox over you because our next matchup is going to be the Falcons at the Packers. Todd, the floor is yours after everything that's gone on in Green Bay the last couple of days. As I
1: sat there in Lambeau Field on Sunday watching the absolutely lackluster, we do not really look like we care to be out here efforts from the Green Bay Packers, I tell you what, we talked about it last week. We said, I know this sounds odd, but if you have somebody that you think might have a better game than Rodgers, put Rodgers on the bench because that's how he's played all year, and that's how he played last week too. He looked like garbage. He missed throws. He looked absolutely uninterested. Look, you can say Philbin's going to be running everything. They're going to rally around and play for Philbin this week. Are they? I I don't know. Have they checked out for the season? I don't know what to expect. They lost to an Arizona Cardinal game who was coming off a 45-10 to ass-whipping in San Diego where Phillip Rivers looked like Joe Montana, uh, Joe Namath. You take all the great quarterbacks ever. He looked like all of them combined. He had a perfect day, and they could not beat Arizona in Lambeau Field on a crappy, snowy, cold day. That shows you where this team is right now. And As far as I'm concerned, I play Devontae Adams. I play Aaron Jones. I don't know if I play Aaron Rodgers.
0: All right. How are you feeling?
1: <laughs> I took... Well, the reason... I, <laughs> another reason why I'm so angry is I took Green Bay in my survivor pool. I was down to the final <laughs> 11, and I said, you know what? I can take Green Bay this week. I can save Seattle for a few more games here. I tried to get cute, and... Yeah, I tell you what, I was, I was cross-eyed walking out of Lamo on Sunday. Um, you know, I didn't, need that, I didn't need that money. Oh, wait, it's also fun, right? But, yeah, um, yeah. It's all yeah, fun. I mean, look, McCarthy's gone now, right? Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? Are they going to be fired up for the new coach? Are they checked out? They have a ton of injuries, um, bad penalties. I mean, used to Aaron Rodgers was the king of the two-minute drive, and that two-minute drive is just ridiculous. You know, at one point, Jamal Williams was in there for Aaron Jones. I actually Googled, is Aaron Jones injured? Because I hadn't <laughs> seen him in, in there playing for so long. I'm like, why is Aaron Jones not in this game? Did he get hurt? And I, I'm an Aaron Jones owner, so I was obviously concerned that he had gotten injured. Um, no, no, he just wasn't in there. You don't have your best running back in there whenever you're struggling against the powerhouse Arizona Cardinals. I mean, it's just, look, I... I get these guys are professionals. I get that nobody goes out and and throws games. I understand that they always want to win, but they did not look like a team that cared to be out there on, on Sunday, dropping balls, um, you know, giving up a third and 23. I just, it was, it was unbelievable. Um, And I, I, know this doesn't really apply much to fantasy. Now I'm getting into just the, the Packers are a dumpster fire talk now. Um, I don't know what to expect from them. You'd think Atlanta's coming in. They're a dome team. Their defense has given up points to other teams. So you'd go, okay, you know, the Packers offense is, is going to finally do what we thought they were going to be doing all the year. I don't know anymore.
0: Guess what one of my favorite Beastie Boys songs is? <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think what would apply. Uh, Sabotage? Absolutely right. Aaron Rodgers (laughs) is going to have four touchdowns, 325 yards passing this week. Mark it down. Start him. He is going to go off against the Falcons because he got his wish. He got McCarthy run out of town, and he's going off this week.
1: You honestly believe that he's had on the last few games. I'm on it.
0: Look at his Jay Cutler demeanor the last couple weeks. He learned that from Jay. I'm I'm on Rodgers this week. I I really am. I I honestly think he's is going to be a, because he's hearing all the chatter too. He's hearing all the calls. He's hearing dumbasses like me say this. So um, well he's not listening to us. But uh, yeah, it, this point has been made where I I can see him going out lighting them up for four or five touchdowns, 300 some yards passing and the Rodgers I think is going to have a huge game this week.
1: Oh man. I tell you what, <laughs> if, if he does. Oh.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Just I mean, think of that.
1: I don't even know what to say to that.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, the Falcons sigh. You owe me money, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Falcons they looked terrible against the Ravens last week. Matt Ryan looked pedestrian. Julio Jones, they threw to him 11 times. He only caught three balls for, I think, 19 yards. You talk, This is the frustration bowl. Sweet. It's bowl season in college football. We've got the frustration bowl or the high expectations, not met bowl, and it's the Falcons and the Packers at Lambeau this Sunday. I mean, the Falcons, man, they, they, they're up there too with uh, how pathetic they've been playing uh, lately. I know they were against the Ravens defense last week, but, man, they, they, both these teams, they got to put up points. Their fantasy owners demand it this week. Yeah, what was it? Uh,
1: it was just what late January twenty seventeen. These two teams were playing for an yeah. NFC championship in Atlanta, right?
0: Exactly right. Yes, it's not even been two years. You know, not even two years
1: removed from the NFC championship game, and here we are with two four win teams that had huge expectations um, playing a meaningless game at Lambeau in December, where pretty much the people that are going are going to be people who are like, hey, I'm sweet, I can get $40 tickets Yikes. to a game at Lambeau because nobody cares anymore? That's great. I'm going to go. I mean, and that's uh, – it's unbelievable. It's just disappointing. Look, Green Bay's secondary has, has given up yards all season long. Um, it's it's an outdoor game. Surprisingly, there's,
0: their secondary is number four right now in the least yards given up. They've only, given up, they've only given up like 226 yards passing. I find that stunning. It is. I, I, I couldn't believe that either, and I thought, oh, they're, gonna, they're just going to smoke them, especially with all the injuries that they've had. Kevin King now is on the IR. He ain't coming back, so they've got more guys off the street that are coming in. But their pass defense is actually pretty decent, but I, I, I couldn't believe that.
1: Yeah, no, that's uh, shocking to me from watching this team all year. I would never guess that. (laughs) Yes.
0: So, I mean, this is definitely the epitome of frustration game. If you think about the Falcons' side of things, they've never recovered since 28-3 in the third quarter. I I mean, we talk about the frustration of two years ago or less than two years ago where these teams were in the championship game. Yeah, the Packers lost that championship game. The Falcons—they haven't been the same since that third quarter in uh, January of 2018. I mean, they—it's—it's it's been a while. 2019, 2017, I should say. Back, back yeah. when they had that. Yeah, lead.
1: January twenty seven. Well, I guess technically it was February of.
0: That's right. We don't play them in <laughs> January
1: anymore. But yeah, it's going to be uh, sunny skies and a high of 25 in Green Bay on uh, <laughs> Sunday. So there you go, Falcons owners.
0: All right, we're moving on. Panthers and Browns coming up here. Christian McCaffrey against Nick Chubb. Some pretty good young running backs going at it. Should put up some points. Cam Newton, who uh, last week came out and said, I'm playing the best I've ever played. <laughs> and he, How many interceptions again last week? Four. Four of them. So I, he found Devin Funches, who we wrote off last week for one of those. So I guess they had a connection for one week. So Panthers, Browns, I... Baker Mayfield, he'll pass the ball around. I just don't know to who anymore, Cleveland, because after I ripped Jarvis Landry, he has a decent game. So I, with this one, I, I trust the running backs and not really anyone much else.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you there. I mean, if you have Nick Chubb, I would play Nick Chubb. I'd play McCaffrey. If, if you have to play him as a as a number three, um, I, I would go with D.J. Moore over Funchess right now if yep. I had a Carolina... Receiver. I mean, D.J. Moore as a, as a number three probably wouldn't be a bad option. And you always wonder, right? Look, Cam Newton had a horrible game. He threw four interceptions. You expected him to put up a ton of points on that Buccaneers defense. They didn't. And he said after the game, this one is on me. So does he does he come out and, and look like old Cam? I mean, look, they're on the brink of being out of yeah. the playoffs if yeah, they, they started today. I mean, they, they need to win this game.
0: So, yeah, huge game. They need a big Fantasy performances as well here, so could get them with the Panthers and the Browns. Then we get the late afternoon games, Broncos and 49ers. Uh, The Broncos, I mean, they've snuck back into playoff contention, not because of really Case Keenum's arm, but because of that defense, and that defense gets a good matchup with the 49ers, with now Matt Breida's going to be lost for this game at least, so a lot of those 49er options. Do you play a 49er? I know – Popular pickup this week it was the 49er back. I don't trust him against this Broncos defense, I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're depending on going with Dante Pettis, who, look, Dante Pettis has had a nice couple of weeks. I mean, he seems to be Nick Mullins' go-to guy. Um, you know, Dante Pettis and Jeff Wilson Jr. were hot pickups on our waiver wire. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're depending on Jeff Wilson Jr. to get you further in the playoffs, Look, if you don't have any options, say you had a Burita, say you had a Cream Haunt, I mean, you may not have any other options. So if you have no other options, grab Jeff Wilson Jr. There's another guy we'll be talking about here that you can pick up and, and try to play this week. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't look for Wilson Jr. to have a, a, a monster game against the Denver defense and, or any any of the, the Niners, to be honest with you.
0: And I know what we talked about with Sanders out, you know, and Cortland Sutton. Uh I mean, I still don't trust that passing game Not, and now more than ever because they're down wide receivers and for for the Broncos. I mean it's Philip Lindsay who's put up a pretty darn good rookie campaign for a guy that wasn't even drafted, so I mean Philip Lindsay, I like him here, but uh yeah i any of the receivers, I really don't like any receivers from either team on this one. maybe Kittle is he hurt again? I can't remember, but uh maybe he I'd go with him as the only guy I trust. Catching the ball yeah, this week.
1: Yeah, he looks okay. I mean, okay. here's a name for you if you're – and I'm not saying this name for your fantasy playoffs. This is more if you're playing one-day fantasies and you you need a, a cheap option. Uh, Deshaun Hamilton yeah. sounds like he's going to be the number two receiver in Denver now that Sanders is out. So, I mean, i got to guess he's got to be around, like, what, 4,500 4, in, a, in a daily fantasy league. So, if you need a yeah. cheap option – you never know.
0: They got to throw it to somebody, right? <laughs> yes, they do. Somebody's gonna catch it, or they just run it the <laughs> whole game. We'll find out. It's so. all Philip Lindsay. Exactly. Broncos, Niners, uh, Bengals, and the Chargers. The Chargers, man, looking pretty good on offense. There's a report Melvin Gordon might be back for this one. Uh, I would have to think he'd probably be on like a kind of a run count, pitch count kind of deal if he does come back to this one. Uh, the Bengals, well, they're A.J. Green now out for the year. I'm surprised they let him play last week, tell you the truth, but uh, he's officially gone. Joe Mixon's out there for them. I don't like anyone on the Bengals, and their defense has given up the second-most passing yards in the league, and they're facing a team that's pretty damn good at throwing the ball in the Chargers. So I'm loving the Chargers oh, this week. All your Chargers. Yes. All of them. Now, now, here's the problem with the Chargers. Which – Williams, do you go with? Do you go with Tyrell? Do you go with Mike?
1: You go with Keenan Allen.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously, Captain Obvious, but that's the the discussion and the the problem is which which one of those other two do you go with? Because not everyone's going to get the ball. So I I mean that's kind of the don't well, know who to thing. take. If it's me, and
1: I have to pick one of those guys, I pick Mike Williams.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the reason I say that is because. Look, Tyrell Williams, the way he gets his points is if he gets you a, what, 75-yard touchdown, he, he doesn't get, he doesn't get um, you know, it doesn't seem like he's the dink and dunker, right? I mean, yeah. He's not going to get you a lot of catches if you're in a PPR. He is either feast or famine. He's going to get you the long touchdown or he's going to get you nothing. I mean, if you look at targets over the last four weeks, Mike Williams has had 10 targets. Tyrell Williams has had 14 targets. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't know if I play either of them if I have better off. Mm-hmm.
0: So just play Keenan Allen. Exactly. And
1: one thing you may <laughs> yeah. want to look at for Cincinnati, I look for this game to get out of hand. Yeah. Um, you know, Tyler Boyd, I think if you own him, you're still playing him, even though you get got Driscoll as quarterback. Um, you know, I, they're going to – I don't think they're just going to run the ball and concede, mm-hmm. right? I think they're going to be swinging around a lot in the second half to try yeah. to catch up. So you could get some nice wide receiver garbage points from the Bengals on Sunday.
0: Up next, Lions and those world-beater Cardinals. Um, if you're, <laughs> i That's the problem with the Cardinals. If you had David Johnson last week, you're probably looking at the score and you're like, hey, he's doing something. No, he's not. They're going to the rookie. I mean that that pissed me off as a David Johnson. I I I had him out there for daily fantasy. He was at a good price. I thought, hey, he'll have a good matchup, and was it Kerwin Williams? I can't. Or, no, I'm not thinking of the San Diego yet. But uh, Dave <sighs> Edmonds. Edmonds, that's who it was. Oh God, two touchdowns, and I'm like, are, are you kidding me? And he and Johnson wasn't even in during the red zone. I'm like what what the hell they still won the game so (laughs) more of that might happen now this week against the lions
1: i was playing against david johnson oh yeah uh, i thought it was fantastic and it's the poor guy i played uh you know one of the best teams in the league all year (laughs) and he had david johnson drew Brees, and i'm and i'm trying to think who else he had oh and then he had uh Stephon Diggs, and that that mm-hmm. report came out that they didn't know if Diggs was going to play at 3:25 because he had to test his knee, yeah. and so he ended up taking Diggs out because he didn't have anybody else playing <sighs> later on. It was all noon games, so but he yeah. had had to make the decision. He scored he scored like a season low with threes and David Johnson, and it was just I felt bad for him. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel bad for him enough to not be happy that I won the division because he had a sucky week, but I I, I did feel a little bad for him.
0: And also the Cardinals' Christian Kirk, he's out for the year as well. He got hurt in that Packers game with a foot issue, and so they put him on IR, so he is not in there anymore. And for the Lions, I guess, I don't know anymore. Uh, Stafford's, you talk about about guys that are not, you know, the frustration with Rodgers and whatnot, but Stafford's not putting up the the stats that he's been accustomed to. And I know they've had wide receiver issues and they lose golden Tate, but Kenny Galladay has been pretty solid at that wide receiver spot, but they're just, I I don't know. Lions, they're lions.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, Galladay, he's got a quad, he's questionable. I'm sure he'll end up playing. Uh, Stafford is actually technically questionable too with a a back injury. Um, you know, so look, these guys are probably going to play, but at the same time, it's, Sound like Detroit's the healthiest of teams no. uh, going into this game right now. Um, uh, again, this is one of those situations where if you have other guys to play, I would I would probably shy away from my Lions this week.
0: Alright, up next, we have the Steelers and the Raiders. The Steelers should get you the points. I'm gonna here's my little tangent of the week. I know everyone is trying to pick up Jalen Samuels. I understand why with Connor out, but here's the deal. I know people are getting fascinated. I think the only league I know of is Yahoo. That's you can play him as a tight end. I know you want those running back numbers at tight end. I I, I get it that you can you can manip- manipulate the situation there because of how they have him posted as a running back slash tight end. Yahoo said they you can play him at tight end. I know ESPN and I believe NFL.com. Uh, you cannot play him at tight end. He's going to be a running back. But here's the deal in all of this. James Conner, the last four games, he has not had more than 15 carries a game. Ben Roethlisberger has averaged at least 49 passes per game. I don't like – everyone's jumping on him. Yeah, he had the touchdown late in that game. I am not on the Jalen Samuels bandwagon that everyone and their mother seems to be on this week.
1: Here's the question, though: Do they go out and absolutely just taste it on Oakland and then running the ball a lot? In the second but half? here's my think?
0: here's my my response to that: I why won't they go then with Stephen Ridley, who knows the system better, and Tomlin, I think, trusts more.
1: No, that's that's a great argument.
0: That's that's why I actually like Ridley a lot more than than Samuels, and that's why I. I I do, like, most. the majority of my leagues are, are in Yahoo. So that's where I saw people getting all excited that they can throw them in at tight end. But are you really going to put them at tight end above your regular tight end option? I mean, I know if you've got a terrible tight end option, like I do, like with Janu Smith from the Titans, you never know what the hell he's going to get from week to week. Maybe you, do, you pull that. But are you really going to replace, like, you know, one of your top, like an Ertz or a Gronk or one of those guys? with Jalen Samuels because you could potentially get some running back points that way. I I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a tough call for those that do it, but I am not a big believer in him this week.
1: All right. All right. What about the Raiders? They put up some points against the Chiefs last week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they did.
1: Yep. Jared, Jared Cook would be, yeah. Doug (laughs) Martin had it. Doug Martin's been, been decent since he has taken over. I still hate him all. Running back
0: role. Get rid of them. I don't play any of your Raiders. Okay. I'm still sticking to it. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I'd play Jared Cook. I guess. I, I, they're bound to let you down again. I, I, I'm still sticking to it. I hate the Raiders. Play all your Steelers. I think, uh, Antonio Brown, nice to see him back in the lineup for the Steelers last week. I think this is Juju's week, though, to go off against the Raiders. Why not? He's a speed guy. That just makes sense for a speed guy to burn the Raiders.
1: Did the Raiders hurt you? What's that? Did the Raiders hurt you? You sound very, very hurt. This year,
0: I well, <laughs> it, it goes all back to Amari. It just, uh, I'm just to you. Shit. Yeah, the last two years with Amari in the Raiders and. in the the idiotic statements that Gruden's made. We need a pass rusher. You just traded him. Well, we need another wide receiver. You just traded the good one you had, you idiot. I mean, it's just like... And think of this, too, for the Raiders. I got to laugh at this. They think they're getting these great first-round picks coming back to them from the Bears and the Cowboys, thinking they're going to probably get more top 10 picks or top 15 picks coming back to them. Those picks right now, I think the Dallas pick is going to be like at number 22 or 23 and uh and the Bears picks like at 26. So they're going to get uh, two of those picks in the late 20s, not where they thought they would be when they traded these guys away. Nah, did not quite work out the way they thought. Nah, so Chucky uh, got to go back to the drawing board and they only got like a year and a half left there until they're in Vegas, so then they'll they'll have a real good time there. Hey,
1: the uh, New Oakland A stadium looks really nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's funny, isn't it? That's <laughs> yeah. We're going to build a baseball stadium. Uh, screw you football. Uh, You're so, right. So there you go. Steelers Raiders. Steelers win by 50. Uh, let's see. Eagles at Cowboys. So we got the Eagles coming off the big Monday nighter. Uh, hey, we're going to work golden Tate into the system. So all you El Sean Jeffrey owners, sorry. Uh, your most important time of the year, you're not going to really get much production from him, And I think that continues this week against this tough Cowboys defense, which I didn't believe in, but I'm eating crow this week. And uh, they, they, you know, they're going to have their work cut out for them again this week, but I can't, can't go against him after what they did to uh, the saints uh, last Thursday night.
1: Yeah. They looked lights out. I mean, they really did. Um, you know, Josh Adams finally got the carries they said he was going to be getting. And, and he chipped away, you know, and he had a nice game on Monday night. He's still questionable going into the Dallas game. I, I don't like Josh Adams for this week just because what, uh, you know, what we saw from them on Thursday night, they looked unbelievable. I got to be honest, as an Eagles owner, other than Zach Ertz, I don't, I don't know if I'm playing Jeffrey. I don't know if I'm playing Tate. Um, depends on what you have, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that, that Dallas defense looked legit.
0: And on the other side of things, I know the Eagles secondary. I mean, yeah, they look pretty good against Washington. Well, you're going to when you got butt fumble guy coming in to play quarterback. And uh, did you I got to say this ESPN for as many times they replayed that damn play with him and the Jets. Did you see he actually had a butt fumble recovery this past week with the Washington and they didn't even highlight it at all?
1: I have to be honest. I watched about five minutes of that okay. game on
0: Monday night. Okay. So Sanchez fumbled the ball. He recovered it basically with his ass. But how many, <laughs> time, how many times do you think ESPN played that? They didn't, repl- oh, no, they didn't it replay it, it at their all. Narrative. Yeah. it's. I mean, it happened against the Patriots on Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. Let's play it for two and a half years solid for this Monday night game that we own the rights to. Well, uh, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> I'm like. You want
1: to talk about. A disappointed fan base. You have Washington come out. It looks like they're going to win the
0: East, and yeah,
1: hey, we're going to get the playoffs. And now, man, wow,
0: yeah, now now, you, and and I even read a report now that Alex Smith he had his surgery. Now he's got a staff infection after it, so he's got even oh, more man. issues now with that leg. So now his future is even more in doubt for them. So yeah, so them coming off the Monday night. I had to mention that, but the Cowboys. It's, I was getting to the Eagles banged up secondary. I I, I like Amari in this one. I do like uh, you know Cole Beasley might get some good production. I think they'll be able to pass the game and Zeke Elliott. Yeah, he might have 10 catches for another 100 yards and a touchdown this week. So I I like the Cowboys passing game against the Eagles this week.
1: Yeah, Michael Gallup's maybe a guy yeah. I, again. I mean, this, you're in the playoffs if you're if you're grabbing Michael Gallup and throwing throwing him in as your. Your third overall receiver. I, I don't know how much I love that, but he, they've definitely been looking at Michael Gallup, and, and he's kind of the speed guy now that uh, yeah. Devon Austin's is out of there. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Gallup definitely looks like the two right now in Dallas.
0: Or if you're an idiot podcast host that picked him, uh, like, as your fourth receiver in the draft because you like what he did in the preseason, he might actually be panning out now for you. Not <laughs> saying that I drafted him that high. Oh, wait, I, I might have. Sometimes these rookies <laughs> take a while to mature. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's on someone else's roster. Always love that one. Uh, Sunday nighter, we got the Rams at the bears. Looks like Mitchell Trubisky is going to be back for the bears. That's good for Allen Robinson. Whose production has gone down the last couple of weeks, you know, chase Daniel. I mean, he got the offense moving. Well, Tariq Cohen did last week for the most part, but, uh, I mean, they, they were scoring points. They didn't they didn't bottom out like a lot of people thought they would. I mean, they, they were competitive. They almost won that Giants game last week. So Bears and Rams, some points should be scored here for you fantasy owners of both these teams here.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see the Rams. It's, you know, it's a Sunday night football game, The high in Chicago on Sunday. is going to be 34 degrees. Um, you know, does this Rams offense click? in cold weather. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, I I think you, you still have to play your Rams. It's cold weather and the Bears defense has been been pretty solid, but I mean, you in the playoffs, you, you can't you can't start benching
0: yeah.
1: uh, Rams, you know. I mean, and as far as the Bears, I think Tariq Cohen, you have to play him. Um, he he has pretty much been the offense the past couple of weeks. And uh, look, we we talked about the Rams off air a little a little earlier about being what they're the second or third worst defense yardage wise yeah. in the
0: league. Yeah, despite the praise of Aaron Donald, the Dom playing great. You know all those guys up front, they've actually given up the uh, I believe it's the second most yards per game in the league so far this year. So I mean they're they, they're giving up some yards, and like it might be because of game flow they get up. I, I I understand all that. The stats could be skewed a little bit maybe because of that, but they are giving up some yards.
1: Well, and, you know, is Trey is Trey Burton going to finally show up again? I mean, he's yeah. been non-existent the past 4 weeks.
0: Yeah. So, Bears Rams, Gurley owners too, I would be a little Bears defense against the run has been pretty solid. And I know this is this is the big time of year where you want Gurley to go off like he did last year in that big game against Seattle that basically won a lot of a lot of teams their championship last year. This is a matchup where I don't. This, if you're expecting big points from Gurley, it might not happen because this Bears defense is pretty dang good against the run.
1: So you're saying you should yeah. sit Todd Gurley?
0: Yep, sit him out. <laughs> I'm not playing him, but whoever, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying sit him out, but if you're thinking he's going to have 120 yards, three touchdowns, I, I don't, I don't see it. Temper your expectations. Tem- I you. Temper them a little bit. Speaking of temper your expectations, Vikings going to take on the Seattle Seahawks Monday night football to wrap up the big week here. And, uh, well, the Seahawks, I, the stat that surprised me with them, they are leading the league in uh, overall rushing per game. They put up about 141 yards per game, and not all of that is Russell Wilson running around. It's uh, actually Carson, the running back, putting up some decent yards. And, I mean, he's been pretty legit in that trio that they have there in the Seahawks uh, running back field. So uh, they're they're running the ball, and yeah, Russell's starting to pass the ball a little bit too as they get down the stretch here, and and as how they've run off some of these games here.
1: Yeah, and you know Carson is is questionable, um, but I, I think they're
0: yeah they're he's been that way for like three weeks. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and it's a finger, right? So it's not like yeah. a candy or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, luckily I survived playing Cousins over Russell Wilson last week.
0: Yeah, because... Which the, was a huge mistake. Well, because the Vikings have an idiot offensive co- uh, coordinator. Did I say that? Oh,
1: <laughs> You did. You did.
0: And, uh, you know,
1: and I think what I learned last week is, and this kind of, I guess, follows up on your Todd Gurley Bears. Um, I guess don't get so wrapped up in the matchup because last week I said, Oh, I think they're going to crush the Niners, which they did. But then I was like, they're going to probably run the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. And Russell Wilson went out and threw yes. four touchdowns. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think it's hard to predict how a game is going to go. Um, So maybe, we even said it earlier, right? We said Chargers, Bengals. We think the Bengals will be throwing the ball a lot in the the second half. Or will the Steelers be running the ball a lot in the second half? Yeah, I mean, you just don't know these days, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. these teams could get out and continue to throw it. You you just, you really don't know. I think you got to play your your quality guys. Um, You know, if you have a guy like Russell Wilson, you play Russell Wilson.
0: I don't want things for sure for the Vikings. I don't think you start Dalvin Cook because you don't know when the hell he's getting the ball. Um, let's see. He only had nine carries last week, but he had nine yards per carry. Boy, this sounds like a certain team that uh, you, you like to root for uh, with their running situation. <laughs> and then I hear some idiots around the area want the Vikings offensive coordinator as the new coach of said team, and it's like, What? <laughs> Yeah,
1: you know, and i tell you what, I think
0: think the Minnesota-Seattle game on on Monday
1: night, I think it's going to be a shootout. Yes,
0: Um, yeah, I I think so, but the Vikings are pass first, and their head coach doesn't want them to be pass first. Their head coach wants them to run the ball. The offensive coordinator wants to pass the ball, and I don't know, maybe it's to prove that Cousins contract. I don't know. And yeah, they've been very efficient passing the ball, obviously with Thielen's success and digs and all that, but... I, if you've got to start Dalvin Cook, man, I I'm sorry for you.
1: Down on Dalvin. I, you know, I like I like Baldwin and Lockett on Monday. night,
0: to be honest with you. I think yeah. I think um, they'll
1: get some yardage.
0: Yeah, and yeah, Baldwin steadily has been got. He's been getting better. Lockett has been consistent as well this season. So yeah, and, and I'm with you. I think this is going to be a shootout. I don't think you have to worry about a down game for these teams. Even though it is uh, Monday night, and then we got to say, "Oh, it's on the east," it's on the West Coast, so one team's got to travel somewhere and got to put that nonsense stat in there. But uh, well, I guess they're from the Midwest, so it doesn't count. If they were from New York, flying over to the West Coast, then there'd be all kinds of hell breaking loose. But
1: yeah, and this is a big, this is a big game in playoff positioning, too, right? I mean, you look at it right now:
0: Seattle and Minnesota are your two wild cards.
1: Um, You know, and then you have Carolina and Philly. I'm not even gonna include Washington because I don't know if they'll win another game all year. But then you got yeah. Carolina and, and Philly just a game behind a half game and a game behind them at six and six. So this this mm-hmm. is a big game on Monday night.
0: Yes, it is, and it's gonna help determine uh, some who's moving on basically in the fantasy playoffs here as we are in the big week here. So again, it's big week fourteen, and again, you can always follow us on Twitter at draft that guy get the daily flash briefings as well Alexa users we update those for you as well give you some valuable information or just information and you can determine how valuable it is if it pertains to your team or not so hoping you have good success any last minute words of wisdom or advice heading into this big weekend
1: when when your game get that get that uh, ease because yep. it's all for fun right
0: oh yeah yeah it's it's all for fun and if you don't win you hear about it until next august so and just
1: remember look if you're in the playoffs, that's that's a nice start you're in the playoffs right yeah my brother it's so funny he is he is just he he's a james connor owner and oh, obviously man. he's looking for some help this week but um that he's playing against a team who had Emmanuel Sanders. And so, <laughs> it's it, you know, it may all even out. That's, and, and you can't control injuries. Mm-hmm. I go back to two years ago, Melvin Gordon. I had the best team in the league. Melvin Gordon gets hurt in the first quarter against Carolina. Gets a zero. I end up losing by three points. It is what it is.
0: Yeah. You, you know there's some team out there. There's got to be one guy or one gal that's got a team. And that team consisted of? Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, and Emmanuel Sanders. So he could have been that guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. (laughs) You don't even have to have the best record, right? You just get in the playoffs, you get hot help. One of the guys in in my league that I'm in the playoffs, and the waiver wire was the last day, I think he had about seven or eight pickups today. His team's going to look completely different. You know, he had Mm -hmm. Kareem Hunt. He he dropped him. Um, But, yeah, his team, he picked up about half of a new team going into the playoffs. So. See what
0: happens. Now here, I, I will also preface this. This is the time of the year for those unheralded guys. You know, the guys that you depend on, but then those guys that you uh, you never know, they can help you win championships. I know I've won championships with Kevin Falk, Aaron Stecker, uh, some other unknown guys down the stretch. This is where some of those late waiver guys, they can actually be the difference.
1: There you go. Maybe somebody steps up and then runs away with it this
0: week. Yep. So, again, good luck this week. We'll talk to you again and wrap it all up next week. I'm PJ. I'm Todd. Fantasy Football Zone. We'll talk to you next week. Follow us on Twitter
1: at DraftThatGuy. This is the Fantasy Football Zone.